0: Uh, the yellow for, for me, I use it as a symbol of light. Because mm-hmm. look, at how many Zimbabwean people are, are living desperate, they didn't go there with a lot of money to open business. They didn't go there with uh, with keys for the houses, mm-hmm. but how many Zimbabwean people own property here?
1: Uh, my name's Pida. Hope everyone is doing well out there in the real world. Today, we are going to be joined or talking to Tafazwa Tega, a Zimbabwean painter known for his figuration as well as his otherworldly backdrops, which I love in the best possible way. Like, if you ask me what my existential hell looks like, I will always say the, the void and add of Tega's backgrounds because they just, I just love it. And it's a compliment. <laughs> um well yeah that's
2: great <laughs> um hey guys precious here um as well as talking about Tafaz ortega's work we'll also dive into a conversation about two films atlantics which was made in 2019 and his house made in 2020 um we're going to get really deep about blackness spirituality and the significance of water in both these movies um, it's quite an intense conversation, but I guess what we're trying to figure out is what happens when the void starts to feel really full. Um, and hopefully hopefully, we can unpack that and think through that a bit more through these films.
1: Okay, great. Um, let's dive into our conversation with Tafadzwa Ortega then. What this season, the theme of the season is existentialism and Ubuntu. So we want to look at, you know, Like, you kind of talked about how there's no more hope in in Zimbabweans or Zim and like why that is. But then, how does that, do you think about that in your work as well? Does that come through, this idea of like like no
3: hope? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. As you were saying before, like, uh, I don't know, even ever uh, take a walk from Long Street, from Church Street, Corner Church and Long. Mm It is uh, always there's uh, I think two galleries. So if I go to the gallery, maybe I'm looking for parking. I see these beautiful ladies, mm-hmm. and I'm like, to I know them? They look familiar." <laughs> they just end up greeting me. Yeah. But the way we were dressing and all this stuff, like touching, they're like what's going on? And then she started crying. Because I, I knew her from back home, and then I started having a conversation Now um, she is working for someone, but the job, she's selling a body, yeah. like sex workers, and she was educated, got to university, but she got yeah. family at home, she's a breadwinner, and there's no job that yeah. she can do, so the only thing to do is sex work, Six work. yeah. So yeah. I was so touched. So if if you see some of my work there is that uh the post, the models,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh so that that is still in my work. This is something I'm trying to, to, to educate people out there. This is this is real, this is what is happening, this is our people, this is our family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think for my personal view I think uh, people, many many small people make them
1: all. And is that um, like some of the women that you also talk, that you also show in your work? They sometimes have two different. We're wondering, like, why they have two different colored legs? So sometimes, like, a green and a yellow,
0: yeah. or like a purple. And so purple. it's it's like uh, you you meet someone and this person have two lives. You know what I'm saying? And these people, won't, they don't even know what's going on. Mm. Do you understand? Know they all, all, all—they're looking for, they're expecting for money, and they, they don't know where the money comes from. Mm. So it's like you can't be honest with yourself. You are living like two lives. So that's why you see some of the colors. It's more. It's different colors, but in one person. Mm. So it's like a, uh. What what's the name of that animal change colour?
3: Uh, chameleon.
0: Yeah, it's like chameleon have okay, like one person but you can change anytime anything they can she was saying anytime even twelve o'clock someone can call and say must go to work. Yeah. They don't have peace and they're working for someone and sometimes they're going to drugs. Mm. So it's it's very sad and it's happening right now. And I also have uh, guys like uh, some of my friends. They drive Uber's, so they transport those ladies mm. to some apartments, some houses, some conference for go for them to go and work. Yeah, that's how they survive.
1: So the women that you paint in them are they? they are women that you have met and know yeah. all the time. So
0: yeah, yeah. They're, these are the people I know. These are the people I have conversation with them. And we talk and sometimes the conversation don't even end well but it's gonna be emotional. Mm. Yeah.
1: So do so you so the in your paintings when you have these conversations and then you take it to the studio, is it sort of your way of narrating their story in yeah. the painting?
0: Yeah. 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 Like if if you can see some of the some of the titles, uh I give the titles of all the people i did interviewed already before. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the name of the, the title of the work and the journey. And the, when it comes to the studio, the process to produce and yeah. Sometimes I ask them to send me pictures, they can post for me uh, to send me pictures and I start from there. Oh, I see. And has anyone, um,
1: do they come to your shows
0: and like, they at? See they are so people? shy, I and, and uh, they're not always... Even to themselves, they don't want what they're doing, they don't want that job. Mm. So sometimes I try to give them more, but it's, it's not easy. Yeah. yeah. It's not easy just to tell someone to stop what they're doing or what they. Now, like I can say, they're believing in life because they're raising a family, they're breadwinners. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and then I was also interested in like your backgrounds and the way that you are placing them in these spaces, which don't feel like conventional spaces in the background.
3: Yeah. Um, so for for me, why I use my background? Uh, some of my work they used to be flat background.
0: Mm-hmm. Like yeah, uh, uh, conversation we're having before like you have your background, you have your, story, like they say in Shona, in one in, in a child. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like uh, every family, each and every family, they have their own trailer, or they, or they believe in, or they're pulling that trailer. It's like when my parents, uh, my great-great-parents, when they migrated from Mozambique, so when Zimbabwe was uh, still pregnant uh, in Africa, um, so they stay in Zimbabwe and my auntie also they migrated from Zimbabwe to South Africa. Yes. So we follow them now we're here. So I always uh, ask uh, my sister, like, if there's any country, which country do you think our family is going to end up in? But I always ask that in a family like on the family, lunch on Christmas, like everybody's here. So what do you think? Elizabeth, where's the next generations? when my sister got kids now? You think your kids are going to migrate also to other places? Yeah. What do we have? So we start bringing those stories. When we were young, we used to have um, a flower at our background, in our backyard. Uh, that flower, uh, my grandmother used to use that uh, for any child if you feel sick, yeah. or if you have bad dreams, or if you are not doing very well in your, your blood system. It was like a hair. Like or something? Yeah, so like uh, when uh, my mother get married, when she goes and start her own family, like my grandmother can cut it and say, oh, don't leave this, they believe in that, in that, uh, that flower, don't leave this, put it in your house, it's going to protect you from bad spirit. even when your child feels sick, don't have money from the hospital, make a tea, make them something to heal themselves. So, yeah. They believe in that leaf. So I think it's a it's a it's a flower that we inherit as a taker family. They believe in that even the neighbors. My grandmother started to give other neighbors and so if you take it, if I give you take it you go it's easy for that flower to grow and gonna bloom. Sometimes uh, the flower can be you know gonna cool yeah. up with a hedge, you took our uh, property and Property 10 years the age every to cut to, so that is the flower. I'm always like I think like we inherit. It's belong to us.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, so that's why I always bring them in my way, like different painting. But it's not a painting. It's a flower. Uh,
1: but it sounds like it's the metaphor has a concept of like healing or like yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's like
0: everything's like protecting. Yeah. From healing to protection. Yeah. You know, people they always believe in uh, in a bad spirit. Oh I didn't sleep nice. Maybe there's someone is attractive. Maybe <laughs> yeah, this is the always. <laughs> yeah, 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 So they always yeah. believe in that, in uh, like I was raised with my grandma. They always believe that even uh, uh, I mean, didn't I do that research, they say if maybe it's your period you didn't sleep very well, so have bad dreams So our shona people they always believe maybe someone's trying to attack you. Mm-hmm. You must wash your face, you must protect yourself. Mm-hmm. They always believe so they love that leaf and they look up tight, they make sure if they give you a clean the yak, you must leave it, let it grow and mm-hmm.
3: yeah. It will protect you.
0: Yeah. So that's why I use it in the So some of my the images I use or the reference I put it in my work, it's like flashback when I think about home, when I think about those good times, like Mm -hmm. even see the these books in the work, like most of the Zimbabwe people who are in Zimbabwe are very
3: educated.
0: You'll be surprised to see like a lecturer like looking after someone's dog. Yeah. Yeah, mostly sources. So some that's why I use the reference of the book and the web to bring mm. all the stories.
1: Together. Yeah. And even like this the floor, this vinyl is very mm-hmm. recognizable. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> it's 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 coming a signature now. <laughs> I see that. Yeah, when when I come here first in Cape Town, I used to stay with my I was supposed to go and stay with my auntie, but we didn't know, man. we were coming from home, we didn't know now these rules and dams. We just think, okay, it's like you're coming from Shtu to go to a membrane. Mm-hmm. It's going to be easy to your auntie's house. But here it's totally different now. Mm-hmm. We are moving in a different lane. So uh, so when I come back, somebody said, oh, you can't go there, you must come and stay with me. So by the time she used to stay in college. Uh, I did go there, I we was staying in one room with the husband, so life, life it was, it was tough. Mm-hmm. So we moved, I moved from there to come and stay in this area yeah. with my brother-in-law's friend. So he we was staying like in the warehouse in we Woodstock, So I was thinking it's a house in So The warehouse, there was towers like this, mm-hmm. so we used to sleep on the floor. It was so cold, and so before I sleep, I see these flowers mm-hmm. in my <laughs> eyes. When I wake up, I see them when I go my Yeah, so it didn't go back, man. Yeah. It was haunting me, like I used to have bedridden. It was haunting me, so I like, hey, let me apply it in my work, and maybe it's going to go away. So I started applying in my work, so I ended up seeing how everything is going together with the work in my story. Yeah. So that's why I see it's a flow, it's like a foundation like where I come from, like where I am now in where I was in ten years it was there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So in the spaces that you are making, the background of the flow and the use of the flower, is this a world that you've been creating and like there are these people in this world? Yeah. No, I think
0: no, is it is the world where I come from? Mm. As I was saying before, like they, I'm related to the flowers. It's not just only a painting. Mm-hmm. Like I've been there using, it, I've been living the life, and I've been sleeping on the floor. Mm-hmm. I've been mopping the floor. Like I think my first job also was to to clean the toilet. Mm. Yeah, so it's so everything I'm putting in my work is it's me. It's the, the life I did not live. The life I'm still living. Like I'm still meeting these people. Yeah. So I can call it. It's just still life. It's just something I'm related. No one can tell me. I've been there. I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so.
1: So. So it's like a world that you. It's your world that. You yeah. You've experienced and lived and yeah. breathed along with all the people that you've met. Yeah. And I was also wondering with the people, the people that you're painting. Like I always find in a lot of the way that you're depicting everyone. There's a sense of like waiting that i always feel when i look at the figures like there's the there's the one painting of um a man sitting on like what looks like a bus stop and then there's you know all of these as well kind of have like a sense of like waiting for something or waiting um so what is that is is that something that you think about like what are they waiting for if they're waiting
0: yeah, if, if if we can go back, there's a, a man who looks, uh, they look like sitting like pastor on the bench, the yellow bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, the title of the painting called uh, "Manawave," mm-hmm. which means our son of the soil. Yeah. So it is Zimbabwean people. Uh, they believe that uh, this is our land, this is our soil. Mm-hmm. But in the, in, 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 at the at the end at end of the day, the soil always swallows us. When I mean, swallow us like uh, opposition. Uh, not opposition. The ruling part always like kill the people with hunger. Mm-hmm. We don't you know, have democracy in our own land. So for me, I can't say I'm the son of the soil and the land always swallow me. Mm-hmm. So I'm the op- I'm the opposite of the son of the soil. So that's why I call it I man uh, the. title is my uncle. He fight for the uh, for the liberation mm-hmm. in Zimbabwe, and then he move. He migrated from Zimbabwe to come and work in South Africa. They call it to Anera. Uh When he come here, he just vanished. Uh, nobody knows where he goes to. And he used to send pictures. So mm. one of the pictures I used, it was the real pictures. From yeah. Him. Yeah. So he
1: so was waiting at a bus stop. So
0: that's He used to take pictures everywhere. So we didn't know it was a bus stop. Or But he looked like he looked like he was waiting for some so people think maybe he's gonna come home yeah but he didn't come home mm-hmm. until today so we grow up here in the story but yeah he went so,
1: so it's always like the people waiting for him back what well, were waiting for him back yeah. Home. yeah his brothers yeah
0: they were waiting for him yeah yeah we never knew him We just see the pictures mm-hmm. yeah
1: um and then I guess there's like, we already talked about how the sense of, like, hope or not, or how there's no hope, um, and how you are kind of playing with that in the pictures, but then how there's also an element of protection as well um, in the background. And there's this, another one of the paintings, or I think it was a triptych that you made, with all these, like, a body of people who are dancing, who are, like, who are in movement, I mean, yeah, but they're yeah. just they're just like like frozen, like, frozen yeah. in time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, uh, I was talking uh, about um, when they say uh, the former uh, president of Zimbabwe mm-hmm. he resigned. I don't know if you remember that moment. Yeah, yeah. That everyone, like, they stopped what they were doing. Like, I was driving in the freeway, and you know, the joy I did have just. To hear that mm-hmm. the old man tired, he, he he resigned. So people they did have mm, hope on that moment. People like I think they were party the whole night in Zimbabwe. Like it was live on BBC Eighth Channel. Yeah, yeah. They were like enjoying themselves. It was it was a good moment. I think since I was born, I think that was the time for us just to rejoice. In it was a good time, like, to phone everybody, people phone me. to hear about this story. <laughs> and people didn't believe that, so we were, like, the whole night phoning each other. It was a good time, so yeah. I, I just, when I come back to the studio, I just captured that moment of, of happy, and then after some days, things too normal, and just frozen, so everything was independent, <laughs> I think. To, yeah, I think that was the reason for me, also, to make the figures, like, hey, there, yeah, right? It's frozen see, now, right. everything not moving away, because people, they're expecting they we're going to see the difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, people say, no, we're going to go home and see the changes and all this stuff, but just frozen. Like, <laughs> like nothing can move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. No, I think it's a really powerful work. Like, I, for me, I, I get that feeling of, like, like a, the dread. There's something about the way that the space the back the combination of the backgrounds and then the floor. Yeah, yeah, and then also okay. these figures just being stuck in a, in this space. In that's this space yeah. Not recognizable as like a as a like a space that you would recognize in like this yeah. world or whatever.
2: It's,
0: it's like you win a lot of so you're working then. so maybe you're moping and then you throw everything away, start dancing then. No, it's not you. And if you are shouting at your boss then they just say, no it's not you. It's, uh, your name is like somebody else been a lot So you can fix it. Hey, what am I gonna say to the world now? Like I was shouting everybody win a lot. So yeah, we were happy, man, but suddenly things come a ways after. Mm. Yeah.
1: How do um when people talk to you about your work or your audience, how do they
0: receive your work? I think uh, my work at the first time it was too dark because the store also was heavy. Uh, so, I decided to use uh, brighter colors. Mm. Uh, that's other reason I started using brighter colors for people to fall in love first before they hear the story. So, I think my mm. audience they fall in love with the color first and then they love the work. So, when I told the stories, they want to hear the work now. The work is going to just boom, this other element is there. So, they want the work now. Because of the mm. stories and it's real. Like if mm. everybody who lives in Africa or everyone in from UK to Australia to America, they meet these Zimbabwean people. Yeah. Or they've been saved. Like I was talking to somebody from New York who said, I go to the restaurant, I've been saved with the Zimbabwe. My cleaners are Zimbabwe. My driver is Zimbabwe. Now I'm buying art from Zimbabwean time. Mm. Where you guys come from. You see, that's where the conversation starts to post now. Okay, okay, okay. My are saying this, my driver, the driver saying this. So the story is real. Mm. It's it's like we can't we can't hide it. It's it's real. Like I think there is no yeah. famous president Mugabe.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: There is no female person than Mugabe. We can say, we can talk as we talk, like that guy. Many people sweating, many people hating, many people loving. So Mm. Zimbabwe—it's a small country, but we are all over, all over the world, yeah,
1: all over the world waiting, like (laughs) we're frozen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, that's a really interesting way to look at it. Yeah. And then also, I'm just looking at some of the works as well, I'm wondering why some of the people have the halo? Uh, The
0: the halo for for me, I use it as a symbol as a light. Because Mm -hmm. look at how many Zimbabwean people are are living in diasporas. They didn't go there with a lot of money to open business. They didn't go there with, uh, with keys for the houses. Mm-hmm. But how many Zimbabwean people own property here? But we come. I remember when I come from home, I come with nothing. I used to put my bags on the black plastic. That one round you buy from some money guy. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, I used to put my clothes there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They say we we used to. Uh, I used to clean toilets for the artists. Yeah. For me to have a studio, then month money to buy um material to wear. Yeah. But uh, I think also, also showing some I didn't expect the life we're living now. because mm-hmm. Richard. Look at all the guys they got. To do. We used to walk from uh, Woodstock to Kempsey. Wow, holding our painting, didn't know where to go because we just came. We didn't know where to go. Where is the gallery, What is the What is the protocol? We think just, we take a pass. we so think they're the same. Yeah. But when you come to another land, things they are totally different. Yeah. They're totally different. So we, we start from the fresh, we mm. start from the ground. So that's why I use the yellow, like, there's someone who's looking after us. Mm. There's someone, somewhere, who's uh, protecting us. Whereas, as I was saying, like, all these Mabung people, they come here with nothing, but now they're living a good life make something
1: out of nothing yeah
0: um
1: yeah I guess I also wanted to just go back quickly about the color as well because it is you use very like bright vivid colors and like you said it's the colors become a way for people to to it, I mean it captures your eye really quickly yeah. and immediately and it's a way for people to like come into the work Um. But then, like once you in the work, and then for me, like that's how I felt when I, I was like, it, you get it immediately. But then mm. once you, like, get you. It, it gets you. Yeah. yeah, but like when you when you look at it more, and you start to look at the people, you start to see like the sense of like sadness or like this, this something mm. like not quite, like the the feelings that are being portrayed by the people are not matching up with the colors. Because the colors are like vibrant, Friends, They're supposed yeah. to be happy and all of that. But when yeah. I mean, you look at the people, there's this like a different
3: mood and a different
1: feeling. Um, so I think it's a really, it's a really interesting way to like enter into the paintings. And is it oh, is it like a strange way to 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 kind of think about the way that people have difficulty, I guess. Um, empathising or sympathising with other people, but like you're kind of using these, these vibrant colours for people to get to that space.
0: Yeah, No. Uh, for me also, uh, in my practice also, uh, I don't want to be identified as a Zimbabwean artist. Um, oh, okay. I want to be just identified as an artist. Mm-hmm. At, the end the, at the end of the day, um, this is my story, this is who I am. So uh in how can I say in, in my practice I want my work also to be more quality. And the artist who is showing in Amsterdam, the artist in, in LA. Yeah. I want to get the same platform also to tell my story. Yeah. So uh I can say I work so hard to uh every day I'm here to produce the quality good work. Yeah. Uh it doesn't matter if the story is from machine or the story is from where, but the quality also of the work must be, must be standard. Yeah. For me to be in those platforms. and also the color thing. Before the color, it just comes from it just come randomly. Hey, let me start using this, this color. If you see if you can see my work, you can't see someone like sitting on the red couch like this, or is it red couch like exist? I don't know, but it's yeah. just something. I just wanna draw attention. I just wanna. I want you to see my story, I want you to, you know this is happening, but I want you to to understand, like, oh, I'm related to this. Yeah. I know someone who's related to this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying:
1: Thank you so much, Tefazwa. Well, that was a great conversation. Um, so stay tuned, everyone. We are about to jump into our next conversation about the two films, Atlantics and His House.
2: Welcome to the second part of our podcast episode. In this half, we will look at two films, as earlier mentioned, His House and Atlantics. To give you a bit of a synopsis about His House, it's a 2020 horror thriller film written and directed by Remy Weeks. Um, It tells the story of a refugee couple from South Sudan struggling to adjust to a new life in an English
1: town. We're also going to talk about Atlantics, a 2019 film by Mati Diop. This is a film about a group of young men who work at a construction site in Senegal as disgruntled and underpaid workers. They then decide to take a voyage across the Atlantic Ocean and into Europe for a more prosperous life. Their boat sinks during the voyage and they come back as ghosts to haunt their employer and seek atonement.
2: I was thinking about how, like, the similarities for me between Atlantic's and his house, and purely (laughs) from, like, the simplest place, which is water right and like water as as being this kind of transformative cleansing tool and then it made me think of christina sharp's book in the wake on blackness and being yeah um and it's like it's like thinking about like multiple registers of the word wake and she's kind of like thinking about the path behind a ship so these ships are moving imagine like the transatlantic slave Trade and you have the way that the, the the ships kind of create this wake in the water at the back of ships. You know what I mean? Where like mm. it frots and it foams and it kind of creates kind of like a a, a movement. But then also you're thinking of like keeping wake, like a like a vigil for the dead, or waking up, like coming to consciousness. And like I felt like mm. those those two things kind of resonated in relation to the book for me because it was like this concept of either rebirth or death through water. Mm -hmm. Um, A shifting, a migration, a movement through water and I I kind of was like those are the two things for me, I was like well we're talking about the immigrant experience but also experiences of death and Mm -hmm. after effects of colonialism in a really real way
1: One of the themes that comes across from Tafaba's work and into these movies is really about migration Mm -hmm. and about what it means to take that journey from your original home and into a different space and How potentially dangerous that journey is on the route there, but then also once you get there, like what happens to you when you're there? Like who become and how do you learn to survive once you get there?
2: Absolutely. Um, I was thinking about it in relation to his house. And the thing that sticks out for me is the relationship between the two characters, the husband and the wife figure, and this idea of him wanting to assimilate and her wanting to kind of remember where she comes from. So it's this idea of shame versus pride, right? And I think that's something that Tufaz Mm -hmm. was uh, touching on in his work, um, how he wants to have these people portrayed or these figures portrayed in his work versus the reality of the experience. And um, in the movie, it was all about the husband, In the movie His House was all about the husband sort of wanting to seem incredibly British, going to football games and chanting, looking at, the billboards in front of the shop and choosing the exact same clothes from the billboard to wear and kind of trying to get to know his neighbors. Whereas his wife was very much wanting to kind of hold on to a sense of home and how they ate or in how she dressed. And I thought that was really interesting. And then also side note, I'm sorry, but like his house did not freak me out like that.
1: Okay, okay. So for me, horror (laughs) for me in his house was also, it was not like the witch. It was not like the... The, the effects you know what I mean it was the fact right. that they kidnapped a child <laughs> took the child yeah, no, absolutely. to, to survive to survive But then the child then drowned and like it was like the the mother when they got on that bus and the mother was chasing after that bus like the way she was screaming like that was the horror for me of his house okay so just a quick note I got trypophobia when I was watching <laughs> you know that scene with the <laughs> holes and then all the all the kids are looking out of the walls like all the holes in the wall. All the faces, all yeah. All the faces. And then and they're all looking out. I literally got trypophobia because it was like seeing, like, it was like the holes of the walls, but then also their eyes. And I was just like, oh my God. There was something else that I forgot. Ah, uh, I forgot. Mm, damn. It was a trippophobia that tripped me up.
2: <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. We love a bit of wordplay.
1: Another thing that I find really interesting about the movies is this idea of revenge that comes up in both of them. so it's like it's like an idea of like revenge retribution and fairness, like what is fair and what is what is owed and why ghosts come back because ghosts are definitely like unsettled souls, and that there's the same thing in his house. the witch is who they wronged, and so the apecia is basically like you have done this really unfair thing. And I want, and you have to atone for what you've done. You have to atone. There's this, again, idea of like retribution, fairness, and some kind of revenge. It was something that I thought about whilst you're talking in terms of Atlantics. And I will say, those slow shots at
2: the ocean, like the vastness Mm -hmm. of the ocean, it was always like at these points where it like met the horizon. So you couldn't really tell where it ended. There was a lot of that. It was a slower film. That was probably one of my favorite things about it because it kept taking you back to the space of waiting there's a lot of silence there's a lot of quiet waiting but it was never it wasn't it wasn't like an empty waiting always filled with some sort of expectation of something thinking about like that idea of waiting um I'm thinking about how that same feeling is echoed in the two films and I think that's like such a a common thread in the story of migration right the The things that are left behind and the things one is running towards, as it were. Um, And I say that because in his house, there was that waiting to see if they could become like official asylum seekers, if they could, you know, get leave to remain, as it were. Um, And in Atlantic, Mm -hmm. um, the waiting that um the female character whose name I've suddenly forgotten shameful right the waiting that she does for Suleiman because I remember his name is Suleiman um the waiting that she does for him is a very interesting one um Ada that's her name Ada's sort of waiting for Suleiman and Mm -hmm. you know waiting for him to come back she's not quite convinced that he's died at sea she's you know she keeps getting calls from him and you know, she's waiting as in she won't accept her marriage. And so there's this different kind of waiting, the waiting on the side of things that you leave behind, but also the waiting for your future to kind of perform itself.
1: So in Tafazo's work, one of the things that he talked about is he has this, he has this work called Wanera. And basically people will say this person is going to Wanera. So basically it started off in Zimbabwe, in like i think the 70s 80s and basically was the name of a uh, mine in joburg so basically migrant migrants would come and work in this mine from zimbabwe and they would say this person went to Wanetta. so it became so common that like people would say this person has gone to Wanetta. but then the phrase has also become just synonymous with Waneta just being a space it could be any space any space that you go to for work outside of your home country so even now people talk about this person went to Wanera and it's just like this kind of fictional space now because obviously the mine does not exist anymore so it just become this like, kind of fictional like a whole or kind of f-
2: for just space. movement and yeah change.
1: that's really interesting exactly yeah which i also find really interesting because um I think just in terms of like migration, to me, this concept of like Wanera kind of speaks to the migration, like a mental migration or like the mental shift that you also make when you migrate. Also, as much as it's about assimilating when you get to the specific place, maybe it's also like, who do you then become outside of your traditions or cultural background to? Um, Right. And I wonder if there isn't like potential for a kind of freedom in that too I mean I know that um, people don't always necessarily leave because they want to and sometimes it's forced you have to leave because you're forced to but also what are the things that hold you back when you are in the space that you grew up and around what are the cultural traditional or so- social things that also hold you back I and mean, when you leave to go to a different space when you go to one area like who are you when you're there like what are the what is the potential there too? What I really love about Adolf Tager's work, for example, are the spaces that he's creating, which very much feel like existential and dreadful places to me personally. <laughs> right. <laughs> like if I think of like, what does existentialism look like? What does the void look like? It would be an Adolf Tager painting to me. It is true. The migrant space is about waiting to get to a place you're obviously migrating because you want to get to something yeah. whatever you're whatever you think would be a better space I don't know like it's like uh, it's like when you're just in endless waiting it's like being in purgatory yeah when you're in mid space not quite going to hell but not quite going to heaven you're just in this middle space do you mean us just- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry.
2: <laughs> you just mean where we are now, this this ghetto space that we occupy. At a ghetto podcast. ass earth. This is not going into the podcast, by the way.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's a wrap on episode three of Art Meets a Podcast. Uh, thank you to Tafad
1: Zotega for joining us. I feel like I know a lot more about your work and why you paint the things you paint. And I'm still super interested in the void in your work too. And I think I'm gonna write a paper on that. Like if I was gonna do a PhD, like I would definitely write a paper on
3: that. And that's a wrap guys. See you in the next episode. Okay. Cool. Bye everyone.